Yo, what's up? Welcome to Ngahere Talks. This is season two, Made of Monaco. In this season, we explore some of South Auckland's emerging brands and the entrepreneurs behind them. We also take a look at e-commerce and how this trillion dollar industry might just be the way forward for our people. Hope you enjoy these stories and if you're keen, hit us up, ngaherecommunities.nz. All right, welcome back everybody. This is now episode three of Made of Monaco where we're profiling some of uh, South Auckland's bombest up-and-coming brands. And today we have on the show Ray Cocker from Game Tan. What's up, Ray? Hey, what's up, man? How yeah. are you, brother? Oh, oh, not too bad, thanks. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Having a good Monday? Oh, mean Monday. Mondays are the <laughs> best days, eh? I don't know why people hate Mondays. They just got to start doing what they love, then they'll love them. Yeah, mean, mean Monday, hanging out with you. Oh. <laughs> You lucky guy, you lucky guy. Um, so why don't you just real quickly introduce yourself, Ray? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, so my name's Ray. I'm from uh, Mangere, and uh, basically I just run a company called uh, Game Ten, and it's a uh, kind of like a gaming education company. Um, and what we our main focus is basically to get more Maori and Pacifica into uh, the tech industry, mm. trying to future proof. Our people, you know, um, traditionally our people usually take jobs like uh, labor work and, you know, just stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, and um, a lot of those jobs will be automated in the future. So a lot of AI will take over and robotics. So, yeah, and we're here to try and um, change the future and, and hopefully get more of our people into jobs that have a bit more um, skill, like complex skill. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 our, uh, our just goal. a simple just a simple mission, eh, bro? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. born and raised in Mangere, is that right? Yeah, born and raised yeah. in Mangere. Yeah, Tongan Tongan descent. Yep, yep. yep. Tongan a bit of that Matima Tonga going on. Oh, no, not even. You should see him coming in all his red, <laughs> <laughs> red sneakers, even. Nah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome to have you here, bro. Uh, let's do a few quick fire questions eh, before we get started. So, oh, so you into gaming? What is your all-time favorite game? Man, I've got different games for different categories, eh? Like, uh, my favourite horror game is Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, my favourite RPG game is an uh, old-school game on PC. It's called Arcanum, Final yep. Fantasy. Like, but my favourite game of all time, I'll probably say Metal Gear Solid. Metal yeah. Gear Solid, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't even know. I think I stopped playing games when once um, Alex the Kid was over. Oh, no, a bit of Crash Bandicoot. That oh, was probably true. the last time yeah, I got serious about games. Back in Sega days. And NBA 2K. Oh, and Tony Hawk's. I used to love a little bit right, of kickflips on Tony Hawk, eh? Tony Hawk is a mean gamer. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> All right, who's your favourite gamer? My favourite gamer? I don't really have a favourite gamer, but I like um, this guy. His name is Faker on League of Legends. Yeah. Because he's got a bit of attitude on him, you know? Yeah. A bit of cockiness. Where's he from? He's from Korea. Korea. Korea, I think. I think. Yeah, I say he's my favorite, but I don't know much about him. <laughs> <laughs> I just know he's a cocky guy. <laughs> uh, like the cocky guys, eh? Must because your name. No, no, no. Okay, then. What's your favorite food to eat while you're gaming? Uh, my favorite food to eat is probably chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. I love um, probably some Oreos and milk as well. You yeah, know? you love getting that chocolate smudges yeah. on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. You know, dip those fingers in the uh, <laughs> in the in the milk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favourite music to listen to? Can you music um, listen to music while you game? Yeah, yeah. If you play multiplayer games like Fortnite, a lot of people listen to music because it doesn't really have music in the background. But when I play single player games, I I just listen to the music in game. Yeah. Because yeah, it's mean. But um, yeah, if I'm playing games, I usually like play hip hop 
Wu Tang. Yeah. yeah oh, stuff like that. the Wu Tang yeah, gamer, yeah, yeah. eh? You, I feel you like you can learn a lot about a person when you ask these kinds of questions, eh? Yeah, man, I, I just grew up with, um, you know, old school hip hop and, and Mangere. We had Wu Tang, you know. Um, we had um, uh, NWA. I was yeah. going to say the N word, but I'd say NWA. <laughs> <laughs> NWA just goes like that, Easy E. So I just grew up. With um with that kind of music, and then uh, when I played games like like you said Tony Hawk, I ended up listening to um you know Red Hot Chili Peppers and mm. all this. So the, so li- playing games and listening to the in-game music kind of opened my um my mind with uh, music. Yeah, and that's when I started liking rock and and you know heaps of different different types. So it was real cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, what's your favorite anime? My favorite anime is uh, One Piece. One Piece. Have you heard of One Piece? Like the togs, yeah, something like <laughs> that. <laughs> nah, I haven't, bro. I it's, haven't. it's actually the biggest um, anime in the world right now. It's called One Piece. Um, yeah. yeah, bro, they smash sales, man. Yeah, it's huge. It's basically a, yeah, it's basically about this. Um, the treasure is called One Piece, and um, all these pirates all over the world um, are chasing this one, this one treasure. And everyone's like traveling to like the dan- most dangerous parts of the sea to get this treasure, and they're battling each other, trying to f- trying to find the One Piece. If you find the One Piece, you're the king of um, the king of the pirates. Oh, yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. Quite, sounds quite cool. I quite like pirate stuff. Yeah, I love pirates, man. One Piece. Okay, and then last question: If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Uh, whew, if I could travel anywhere in the world, I'd love to go and check out Korea. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah, just check out the gaming stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Hard out. Let's go, bro. Let's go check it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're shout. <laughs> I'm sure someone just got some funding recently. Oh, yeah, do that. That's <laughs> a research mission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, cool, bro. So I um, want to just share with everyone a little bit more about Game 10. Every time I meet up with you, Ray, I feel so inspired by your vision, but not just your vision, your like, hard work, your work ethic, your oh, motivation, cheers, and then also just the knowledge you have, well, it's to me. It seems like you have the knowledge. I don't, I just believe what you say. You could be making stuff up, but I feel like you have yeah, the knowledge always, to back it up too, it which, up. <laughs> which is important. Eh? you can have big ideas and big dreams, but if you have, if you can't get off your butt and make it happen, yeah, that's, it's just going to stay an idea. So, I'm always inspired by that. So, tell us a little bit. Like, when did you start Game Ten? Why did you call it Game Ten? Um, and what's the what's the mission behind it? Yeah, so I'll start off with. Um, uh, why we started it? Um, basically, it was a hobby. Yeah, I really love gaming. I've always wanted to do something with gaming growing up. Like uh, the first time I played of, um, games was I don't know. I think it was like five or six, and then my dad came home because I did well in school for my first year. Mm. You know the report card. So <laughs> my dad came home one day with this big box. I was like, man, what is this big box? I was like, just happy to see my dad. And then when you put it down, it said like Nintendo. I couldn't read back then, so I had no idea what it was. <laughs> Chucked it on and we played um, Super Mario Brothers yeah. yeah, on the Nintendo Entertainment System from the warehouse. I was like, <laughs> man, ever since then I was hooked, eh? Yeah. And then I uh, just growing up, just, you know, got PlayStation and just kept going and, and got some more cool gadgets and computers and stuff. And then, um, yeah, it sort of influenced my path to want to get into tech and also want to do something in gaming in the future. That's mm. our dream. Um, yeah, and then I, I got into a position in my life... Um, 2018 or 20 yeah 2018 where i was able to be like sweet i want to do something with gaming and that's when we started 
um, game turn, yeah. But it started off as a hobby, as I said before. It wasn't like a company or anything. Mm. And um, all we wanted to focus on was like esports. Yeah. That was our main focus because it's huge right now around the world, but not huge here. So we just started some online tournaments using this Discord. It's a, like a gaming communication platform that most gamers use. Mm. Um, so we just created a server. We started running tournaments. We started using our own money as the prize pool from our own pockets. And we just grew, man. Then we grew to like 5,000 in like a matter of weeks. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we wanted to take the approach where we pay them as soon as they win. We mm. make sure like our, our online tournaments are like real on point, you know, mm. like taking a more professional approach rather than just a bunch of gamers like, oh, let's do this. And then Nick Minnett, don't get, don't pay anybody yeah, after yeah. you win. It's yes. Totally. So we took that whole approach and then, yeah, and then we grew from there. And um, the reason why we call it Game 10 actually is because my mate, I asked him one day, we went over to his house. This was years ago, bro. Like, went over to his house on a summer day and we were like, hey, come on, bro, let's go. And he goes, oh, where are we going? Oh, we're going to uh, Oriwa Beach. I'm going to go for a swim. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, bro, like, and I said, look, come and work on your tan, bro, on your suntan. <laughs> and he goes, oh, nah, bro, I need to work on my game tan. And ever since then, <laughs> I was like, ever since then, I was like, sweet, this guy. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, bro, let's just, uh, let's just call it game tan. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is, basically. Just and that's what it game is. Tan. I've yeah. seen a f- quite a few people that are like, game tan, what's game tan? And then when you tell them, they're all like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today, he thinks it's a pretty hard case. It's such a good name. Oh, cheers, yeah, this is just crack up, man. It's so you launched officially as a business in? Uh, January 2019, yep, yeah. last yeah. year. Year yeah. old, eh? Happy yeah, yeah, old now, yeah, cheers, Happy man. Birthday, yeah. Game 10, one year down, though, that's good. We didn't do anything special, actually, we just, yep, we just keep going. You forgot, <laughs> <working>. eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> pretty much. They say that 95% of businesses fail in the first year. Yeah. So you're in that 5% now, bro, now that you've made it oh. through. That sounds good. It's pretty good, <laughs> eh? And the cool thing is it's only getting bigger and more and more opportunities. So you started in 2019, January. Mm. What's what? Could, if, could you kind of like give us a little bit of what's been your journey so far for Game 10? What's all the different things you guys have done in that year? Yeah, like um, it started off as eSports, you know, because that's how we started our online sort of um, our online server platform. And it just, that's kind of like where we wanted to head. But um we thought at that point, you know, we've got like over 5,000 people. Obviously, there's a lot of demand. So why don't we try a live event, mm. you know? But um, I was thinking, man, if we run a live event, no one's going to turn up because nobody knows who we are. Yeah. And then I was like, man, you know what? Let's go run this at the uh, Pakaranga Night Markets. Mm. It's the most popular one that's nearby. So we just, I just called them up and I didn't know. This is my first time setting this you know, getting a stall up. So I called them up and I asked them, well, how much is it? They per, they, you, you got to pay per parking spot. Oh, yeah. That's how it works. Um, and at the time, it was like December. So they were like, oh, yeah, we, you have to pay extra because it's December. I was like, oh, how much? They were like 200 something. I was like, bro, <laughs> we didn't have that money. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, i got to scrape up some money. I, I, so I sat down, I was like, with, um, with some of my mates, I was like, man, should we just wait till next year when it's cheaper again? And then I thought, oh, nah, nah, bro, let's just, let's just let's gun it, man. It, let's yeah. just do it. So, um, yeah, and then we booked the space. All we had was a screen with the, um, with a PlayStation. Mm. Um, and then we just played Tekken. Yeah. yeah. And you know what was cool? It was like, you know, because everyone's there already. Yeah, you yeah. Don't, you don't need to do any marketing. Um, 
the man, uh, the legendary All Black player was there, Kevin Mayalamu. Yeah. Yeah, so he was there and we were like, I started Kevin, calling him. Kevin. Yeah. I was like, Kevin, come play, come play. <laughs> the man came and played, eh? he came yeah. and played, he got wasted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no disrespect to the brother, but yeah. <laughs> he's pretty bad. Eh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we took heaps of photos with heaps of people and, um, you know, Kevin Mayalamu, we tagged him in it so that, that spread the word for yeah, us even yeah. more online. Just from that one event, um, Ministry of Education started hitting us up. Um, um, even uh, other organisations like Mary Owe from uh, Coconut Wireless, yeah. uh, Joelle from um, you know from the, the Auckland Council, yeah, yeah, yeah TSI, yeah, and heaps um, of people just started reaching out, and then that's that's where we kind of grew from there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up from there. Yeah. So what happened after that? What's all the things? Because you guys have done so much stuff. So either the market. Yeah. Um, that kind of blew up, build your platform, you'd been running tournaments. Mm. Then how did you start getting into more like working for schools and, and other organisations? Um, that was just that was just through our... Well, they, they basically reached out from their one event, the yeah. Pakuranga Night Markets. Uh, they just said, hey, can you... What kind of events can you guys run? We are just like, we can run anything. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know how to Whatever run anything. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know what to, like, you know, it's just one of those situations where you get the opportunity. You don't know what you're going to say, but you just say, yeah, we can do it. You know, you just say you can do it, and then you figure out a way. Mm. Even though you don't know how to do it, you have no idea. Yeah. Like us, had no idea. We are just like, yep, we know how to do that. We can run an event for you on uh, this time and uh, this and this. You know, just selling it up, basically. And then we were like, okay, guys, we have to deliver now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got, we scraped together some funds and um, brought the gear. And then we went from there, man. We just started, we set up one downstairs. And then, like, just from, just from social media, man, like, taking photos, we were able to, like, spread the word even more and get more reach, get more people interested. And, and know, other towns, yeah. eh? Like, what's all the towns you've been to to run um, stuff at? We've been to Rotorua. We've helped out with DNA. Awesome guys down there. Um, esports Gaming Whangarei. Mm. Um, in Generation. Um, also, Reitihi and the Oenuku Trust. So, yeah, quite a few, man. Did yeah. you guys go down to Wellington as well? Yes, we went down to yeah. Wellington to Capital E and we helped with the uh, NZ Games Festival. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. That's really yeah. cool, bro. So we've been, been around there, eh? visited a couple of high schools since then, do, did some work for uh, Ministry of Education. Yeah, and yeah, some school holiday program stuff as well. Yep, yep, we do a uh, school holiday program with um, with Coconut Wireless, mm. with uh, Mary Owe, so big shout out to her, man, like, all these wonderful people working with them, even yourself, like mm. working with you and, and, and being able to utilize the space downstairs for Teha. Yeah. It's just been awesome for us, eh? Yeah. So when yeah. did we kick off Game Club here? Can you remember? Um, I think it was like mid-year. Yeah, it was, eh? Mm. And winter. There came a point when we were like, man, the esports thing isn't working. Mm. So we realized that quite earlier on, like from between January to like, I don't know, April or something. We are just like... Man, we want to do all this esports stuff, but when we run events, you know, hardly anybody shows up. Yeah. You know, if you want to run events, you got to make sales, you got to make money, mm. um, and and that's where our heart was, that's where our passion is. But unfortunately, um, that's not where everyone else is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for us, we had to totally change, man. We just had to keep adapting, and we found out, you know, like um, I basically used the concept of of me growing up. You know, I was exposed to technology. I got a computer. Um, you know, just being able to manipulate the computer, the technology, installing um, RAM, installing graphics cards and stuff. 
um, that helped me learn mm. more about tech and that, that influenced my pathway in tech. So I thought, man, why don't we use that same concept? Because it's fun. We use gaming um, and um, and get kids into tech through gaming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all kids love playing games these days. Yeah. So I just thought it, it worked. And yeah, man, so far it's sure worked enough, well. Sure eh? yeah. It worked. And so we, I'm trying to remember how I even ended up meeting you. I can't even remember to yeah. be honest. It's, it's been like a blur, eh? It's been like a blur because it's. I, f- I feel like it just happened like naturally. Yeah, yeah. and so we were running the series Ngahere Talks, which has now become the podcast series. Yes, yep. But the series of speaker events, and I think just through what we were doing, we could see the resurgence of gaming and esports, and the mm. opportunity was it, that it was. And I remember reaching out to you and being like, "Can I catch up and essentially just pick your brains because I wanted yeah. to run this event." But and do you remember that time? That time you came in the first time, and we just had a big chat, and that was when I first understood yeah, what you're trying yep, to achieve I with game ten, and I was blown yeah. away, like with your idea and your just that. Some the thing for me that blows me away is that using gaming as a pathway to engage Maori and Pacific young people into tech. I'd never heard anyone talk about it like that before, and I'd never seen that as as the opportunity and the pathways that come. So gaming's like the bait, essentially the hook that gets them in the door. But yeah, the pathways it, yeah. that come from it, and you started to open my eyes to that too, around all types of different um, employment yeah. opportunities. Like what are what are they from your perspective, those opportunities for young people? Oh, there's the opportunities are huge, man. Like the gaming industry alone is bigger than, um, you know, is, is bigger than any of the, the sports industries. Mm-hmm. Like it's bigger than movie industry. It's bigger than... Um, you know, bigger than rugby, like it's it's so huge. Um, but like the thing is, our people, um, you know, Māori and Pacifica, uh, you know, basically pretty much anyone that has kids, mm. um, they see gaming as just entertainment and it stops right there. Yeah. But um, you have to see what's behind the gaming. You know, mm. there's heaps of work that goes into it, heaps of money being made, heaps of opportunities for our kids to get into those types of careers, career mm. pathways. And even if they, even if they don't make it into the gaming industry, is the gaming industry is is a tech industry. You know, so it's just they can transfer those skills into whatever they want. You know, yeah. online stores or, or whatever even like if they want to be a programmer or coder for another company those are all tech skills you know yeah. so it's it's real transferable skills yeah when you learn a code and and when you learn c c plus plus for example is a, is a code coding language it's the same code they use in other companies you know yeah, so it's yeah. like real transferable skills which is awesome yeah. and the pay is you know obviously way better for Good our eh? people yeah and i think it is the breadth of it like any like any type of creativity like mm. music, costume design, illustration, That's like it, man. And architecture, like any of those skills can yeah. be used in building games. Then there's the coding and the programming side of it. Then there's the tech side of it, like yep. computers and, and networking and audio and all of that sort of yeah. stuff. There's and then music, there's the sounds, there's actors, there's voice actors. Yeah. And then there's the marketing and the like event management yep. and all of that sort of there's stuff. The and then side. there's the actual gaming itself. Yep. And being a, a gamer. And I think that was the thing that just made me like, Well, this is this is an incredible opportunity. Yeah. That that is Ray is, is unearthing here, which made us I guess want to just support mm. um and see what we could do because at Ngahire we've had a bit of a mandate as well to help build the skills needed for the future of work for Māori and Pacific young people in South Auckland. So it made made sense to us, eh? And then that's yeah. when Game Club kind of just got birthed downstairs. Yeah. Every couple of weeks, just start gaming and see what we can build locally. Mm. We could see Ray doing heaps of stuff for every other community 
um, as well as his own, but from our perspective, it was like, how can we start using what we have to help build that community as well and what we have as a space? Yeah, so like um, I remember that time as well. <coughs> Excuse me. That time when you were like, oh, maybe you should run something downstairs, I don't know, weekly or, or fortnightly. And then I was like, you know, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, hey, look, um, you know, we're not going to get paid or anything for this. But I just thought, you know, let's just do it, mm. you know, do it and then see where it goes. And we just did it, man. And, and we did it and, you know, hard work, you know, just doing it, you know, no money coming in, yeah, but yeah. just just delivering after delivering and just, and then all of a sudden from, from all that hard work, you know, it pays off, you know, yeah. the, the fruits because people start seeing it happening and they're like, hey, look. Um, you know, these guys probably need support for this. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, it's done real well for us. It has done, eh? So how did you guys get over the hump of, like, because you've got heaps of really good gear now, eh? Mm, mm. And one of the toughest things as a business owner is trying to find the cash that you need to get the yeah. things that you need to make your business. As much as you're comfortable of sharing, how did you find the cash that you needed to get the gear to take your business to the next level. Man, everything was out of our pockets, eh? Mm. Yeah, so I had to go pitch to my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to go pitch to my family. I was like, man, at that time Did I was... Did you buy them a feed too? Oh, I always have to try to buy yeah. them a feed. You gotta keep <laughs> you got to keep those people happy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, man, like, we need the money to buy this. Uh, I was like, man, going to an investor, like a, your your typical investor going to the bank, they're going to be like, do you have any experience? Like, it's too high risk for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. too high, way too high risk. So nobody was going to say yes to me, I thought. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get to my family. I'll pitch it to them. Um, my family, they're real um, blessed and, you know, and just basically um, use their common sense to save money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we had... Of family funds we had quite a bit in the bank already I, I had to go and pitch to their man and uh, you know it was hard you know my yeah. dad's real traditional he's just like just go find a job don't worry about starting a business go find a job and, and save up and I was like man you want to end up like everyone else bro trying yeah, to save yeah. up and all that sort of stuff I wanted to change like the way that my family lived and how they see things mm -hmm. aim for hire yeah um so I tried to sell them this idea and uh yeah I just kept going I think they ended up they just gave up and just was like, okay, here then. Yeah. <laughs> I was annoying them too fine. much. <laughs> yeah, fine, bro, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> just shut up already. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, was real good, man. Like, and, and that's how we found the cash, basically. Yeah. So real high risk for us, real high risk for them. But um, because I was doing it for my family, I love my family. So I, I put in, I work hard, as hard as I can for my, yeah. to make it work. Because the uh, last thing you want to do is like ask them for money and then, you know, they lost all that savings, you know? Yeah, Fire, yeah. How bad would you feel? And Even uh, more, as I guess it would give you more motivation than borrowing from a bank, eh? Because if you don't pay a bank back, yeah, that's stink, but it's not personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You file for bankruptcy or something. Yeah, yeah. But with your family, you can't really do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So. That's so cool. And so what have been some of your other um, biggest challenges you've faced <coughs> as a business owner? The biggest challenges for us is be, is probably uh, is definitely adapting and changing. Mm. Um, you know, every time you have an idea, like for us, our esports thing, it didn't work, so we had to change and adapt mm. and 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 find different ways to make it work. Obviously, my family's on my like I'm carrying a lot of loads, so I've got to I've got to make it work somehow. Yeah. 
um, yeah, and, and just I, I guess with enough persistence and just keep pushing and, and non-stop, you know, you just you eventually make you, you get somewhere at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when you get somewhere, you keep trying, and then you get somewhere else until hopefully you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset actually played a, a lot in that. Like just watching a lot of mindset videos. I was lucky enough to study, do a lot of research on mindset and mm. and just uh, understanding how mindset works. Like. Um, keep going, never give up, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that helped me a lot, yeah. Mindset's so important, eh? Bro, it's so important, man. Consistently like as an entrepreneur, I find that so many things can impact on your mindset. Yep. Negatively, so and mostly it's yourself. It <laughs> is, it is, man. Yeah. It's mostly yourself. Like, you choose to react, how, you mm. know? So, uh, yeah. So. And, so, and then on top of that, if you isolate yourself of those thoughts, it gets mm. even more dangerous, so... Just being around the right people can help sometimes too, eh? Oh, exactly. Like, because my family wasn't in that position of starting a business, you know, like, it's funny because my family come from, like, in Tonga, they run businesses, mm. but but um, but um my dad also grew up as a farmer, so they were just all about hard work, you know, wake up yeah, early, yeah. hard work. Um, So when I tried to sell them this idea, they eventually said yes, you yeah. know, so, and then, um, man, we were doing all this work, um, and not getting paid that I mentioned earlier, we didn't do, get paid or anything. Man, like the, my family started turning on me, you know, like yeah. naturally. They're like, man, we spent all this money and you have done, there's nothing coming in, uh, blah, 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 this and that. And they started turning on me and then I, I just kept quiet. Mm. But that's when that's when your resilience comes in, you know, you just got to be like, just shut up and stop, try not to argue and just be like, okay, I got to do better, I got to do better. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so they turned, like they kind of, turned on me but it was just you know that's how it is you know like mm. if you're not making anything back at all i kept trying to help them understand like you know most businesses they don't make money back until like their third year yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know traditional Please businesses be patient yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was only like what our fourth month or something yeah <laughs> <They're really laughs> like, where's my money <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i spent it all day yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then when we started making money, you know, working for Ministry of Education and, and all of that, that's when everybody was like, oh, yeah. getting real happy now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> started paying the bills and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. then, like, they then they finally clicked. They were like, oh, okay, yeah, it's 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 finally working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, you, yeah, I don't blame them, you know. It's just natural. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's a blessing, eh, that you have a family that has, that did have that savings oh, and that yeah. opportunity oh, man, for you to like go into. I see it time and time again, like... I think about the difference between the creativity and the like resilience that exists in South Auckland versus, say, North Auckland, North Shore. The difference, the only difference, really, is the fact is money. Yep. And that that's there's a no, huge difference, man. There's so much more money in the North Shore than there is in South Auckland, and people have a starting from a a more solid starting mm. point that they can achieve things, you know, younger at a younger age and easier. In South Auckland, there's just barriers, 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 and no, no resource to start from. You're starting from yeah. negative, not even from zero. And it's really frustrating, man. Nothing against people from North Shore at all. It's just the observation that actually the key thing, there's so much brilliance in South Auckland. What is it that's holding it, holding it back? And yeah. sometimes it's just access to the cash, the yeah. resource to make your dream come become reality, eh? Yeah, exactly. So that's a blessing to have a family like that. So what do you reckon have been like have you had any epic fails so far in your business? Yeah, man, like I had a I had an epic fail on our first one that we ran. Did you want me to talk about that or? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so we started a company called Orakura because this is my this is the second one. Yeah. Um 
Game Ten is the second one, but the one we started with Urakura, like man, we it's just we had this amazing idea that we thought was gonna work, you know, being real uh, amateurs, you know, like real rookies. Mm. We just we just jumped in, you know, both feet, and um, and basically we had this funding saved up again, and um, we tried to run it, you know, but like what I found is people would much rather you deliver first to try and sell an idea sort mm. of thing yep. so we so what we did was we, we were selling this idea we didn't really deliver much um and nobody believed in us we were too young mm. um so we bled out working on this um, working on this man we lost about probably like our first our first run our first trial run of business we lost about like 60k i think wow yeah heaps Ouch. man yeah, yeah. And, and and that was like a big massive hit for us like mm. i remember us sitting in a room it was myself um tyrone and chris and uh we were just sitting there like stressed out like what are we gonna do like you should have seen our faces man we were just like <laughs> you know and then one yeah, of the boys was shaking so he um you know obviously had to calm himself down with the uh, holistic medicine uh <laughs> that they might say but we were just like sitting in this small room eh, in our little office we we're just like oh, how's this gonna work and then um yeah, it was just a huge fail for us, man. Like, mm. we went hard, like, grinding. You know, the thing is, like, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Um, grinding at something, sometimes it just still doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, it still doesn't work out because you grind hard, but you got to make sure that it's in the right direction. Yeah. We were just grinding hard, not really doing any self-reflection, saying, oh, is this working, guys? Or <laughs> we yeah, just kept yeah. working, working, working towards that direction until we were on our last legs. So, um so from that point, we just we just like had to change the whole thing, eh? like mm. the whole direction, man. Like drop everything we did that we worked on for like that for probably like six m plus months and just turn it around, mm. just turn it around, do something different. Yeah, and you guys did an amazing job at that as well. Yeah, like we didn't do too bad. Yeah, mm. yeah. Orakura Tyrone, you know, most of people watching will definitely know Tyrone and Chris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are always on Friendly the grind. Chaps, eh? Yeah, on, chaps on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that that was a massive it's harsh, eh? And the reality is man, you gotta be okay with some of those failures in mm. order to be successful in business. And to be able to bounce back is the is the main thing. Yeah, like these guys were thinking of quitting going back to work. Mm. Like even like uh, not me, I was just like, man. Like, yeah, not me, not me. Oh, so that's all good. <laughs> no, no, but like you know, because I was just thinking, man, like we keep going, keep going. So I yeah. pretty much just said, like, guys, let's try again, yeah. but let's change it. Yeah. And, and then they were like, sweet, like, so we changed it, man. And then um, we connected with uh, Tipuni Kokiri with Heta, um, mm. and they they basically like helped us go back, you know, get bounce back from from what we uh, from our position mm. and now we're not doing too bad now and yeah, yeah, yeah so with the autocoda side but that was huge i remember one time like i was like real desperate i started emailing jacinta yeah jacinta Ardern. yeah emailed her like three times <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then one day somebody calls me up and i'm like oh he's this it's oh hi i'm, I'm a representative of uh jacinta Ardern. and you know, i was like whoa <laughs> it was like yeah um hey look we got your your emails we've um i've been um 
assigned to help you in your company. Um, just please make sure you don't email her again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, bro. I was like, hey man, at least you got yeah, somewhere. Exactly. So um, yeah, we got a lot. We got support from them, but unfortunately, by that point, it was too late. We had yeah, to we yeah. had to change. So um, so we didn't end up using their assistance. But yeah, it's just stuff like that, man. Yeah. You, you just go crazy sometimes. Yeah. yeah Inspiration, eh? Inspiration, man. <laughs> Well, it's so good. cool, bro. I love hearing people's business journeys, eh, and the random things that you get up to just to, man, to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. Invest in your dream and make sure it ha- keeps happening. Yeah. So what's the um what's the future for Game Team, bro? What, what do you got planned, like, this year? And then what's, like, the big vision? So the big uh, – so for Game Team, like, because we've changed so much, like, uh, and I said earlier, like, our main goal is to get more Pacific, Māori and Pacifica into tech using gaming, mm-hmm. using something they love. And um, so now we've been running these events where we kind of influence kids and, and kind of teach them different things here and there, not just kids, but teenagers and pretty much parents as well. Mm. So what we thought now is, okay, so we've been influencing these kids, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, why not make it something where we can, they can take home, like NZQA credits. Yeah. So, um, so now we're working on, um, so they still come in, still the same still the same uh, structure where they come in play games have a great time but also learn a little uh you know a little bit here and there and and give them credits mm. so i told them at our last event on saturday i said hey look just imagine coming in today and then uh leaving today with some credits how does that feel and the parents loved it all the kids yeah, were like yeah. well the kids are like mm, uh, stink. can i still play though <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 all of them were like oh, stink but um but the parents they loved it and mm. they're like, man, like it, it makes it even more alluring, a lot more uh, beneficial for yeah. the parents to bring their kids to support their kids for something like this. Obviously, not one size fits all with the education system, so we want to focus on those currently disengaged with the current system. Mm. You know, guys love playing games. Um, you know, people love playing games. The kids love playing games. So we, we're using that as the platform to to get them to you know to communicate learning about communication skills learn mm. how to touch type all that sort of stuff so yeah that's awesome so with that in mind 10 years time what does game 10 look like uh, f- for me it's a uh, maybe like for me it's a pte something like that sort of structure yeah. where um where we focus up on mit nah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, i don't want to step on anyone's toes or mit's toes or anyone Not else even a little bit. Nah, <laughs> no, uh, we want to focus on like a, a smaller sort of um more focus sort of like niche. yeah focus niche intimate where we just bring the you know anyone of all ages in and give them like an intro entry level sort of uh, just like level one two and three you don't think you guys of. might be like producing games by then oh uh, and also that's another big thing we want to yeah. produce games as well yeah, yeah we want to make games that tell our people stories yeah but we want to make them like triple a level you know double a yeah, level yeah, not yeah. this uh 10 years time you yeah. should have a couple of number ones oh, bro i'm real excited for that because eh? i want to spread the te reo maori language um also you know other languages but mostly the te reo maori language um in our in our games mm. you know like heaps of our kids know how to speak like spanish and italian playing games like um assassin's creed you know they know their stories about these yeah, other countries yeah. now i feel if we make a game sort of like with that level of production value, mm. we'll be able to s- share the same our stories to the world, yeah. and they'll be able to learn how to speak Te Reo as well. You know, mm. with small words like small words and stuff, and um, you know everybody loves the haka. You know, so so you know it's just 
similar sort of concept, man. Yeah, like yeah. Just spread it around and and yeah, that's 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 for us, man. That's yeah. awesome, bro. That's <coughs> so awesome. But thanks so much, bro, for your chat today. Hey, it was awesome to have thanks, you. Thanks for having have me, man. You on our podcast. <laughs> Ray didn't even know he was going to do this today. It was just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we got some time to swear. You want to jump on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that, bro. So if anyone wants to um, contact you or come along, how how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, just uh, reach out to me. Um, just for our Game 10 website, game10.co.nz, or just reach out to us on Facebook. Just uh, search Game 10 and you'll see our big G logo. Or you could just uh, yeah email me at uh, Raina at G- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Raina at game10.co.nz. And that's just my first name, Raina. So R A Y N O R. But people just call me Ray. Close to Ragnar, eh? Oh, well, I like awesome, it. bro. And <laughs> then like there's it. game clubs here most Friday nights, so eh? It's going to yeah. go weekly real soon. So, uh, our, our next game club will be on the 22nd of February on Saturday yep. from 3 p.m. to about 9. So, come, yeah. guys. It's free. It's all free. Um, and we have free pizza there as well. And it's all powered by um, Foundation North. Huge thank you to Foundation North, um, also mm. Nighthead Communities and uh, TSI for powering us to be able to, you know, have, have the possibility of running this. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, huge thank you. And also to our partners at Playtech and for helping us and yeah, just heaps of cool people out there helping yeah, us. Gee, that's yeah, that's the way, man. <laughs> Relationships, partnerships, eh? All right. All right, bro. Thanks for coming. All right, cheers. Have Thanks a good day, eh? Laters. Laters. How choice is that? Hope you enjoyed that story. Tune in next week for the next episode. And you know what? If you know someone that should be on the show, drop us a line. You can find us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. Just hit us up. Look for Ngahere Communities and we'll be there. Catch you next week. Kia pai tora.